back to the Get Your Happy on Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What? We back. This is the Get Your Happy on Hour, 93.7 Ticket. Man, I'm going to tell you, Dr. Chatter's got me going, man. Uh, I got to give you a big shout out before I forget. Man, you did a tremendous job last fall introducing me to the football team in Nebraska before we showed the documentary, man. I was, you made me feel special before you brought me out. So I just wanted to personally say thank you for that. Hey, now, you're welcome. Well, look, man, now you told us you got your PhD. Yes. And then after that, what happened after that? <laughs> man, that's a great question. So PhD happens in, in, in 2018. And, you know, in, in counseling psychology, one of the things that you do to continue getting essentially experience in your field as you do what's called a postdoctoral fellowship okay you're talking over my head now doc. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so anyways i've been chosen to do a postdoc i'll just call it a postdoc okay um at penn state university and oh, okay. so i picked up my family we all decided that we were going to move out to pennsylvania and we packed up the u-haul and drove out to uh, State College, Pennsylvania, been which is there. in the center of the state. Yeah, I've been there. And so been it there. was uh, it was quite a journey. So we all went out there. And, um, you know, when we went out to Penn State, when I got out there, I was really looking forward to starting out there because I was doing a uh, kind of like a dual uh, a dual placement where I was at the counseling center and I was also working in athletics out there. So it was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I got to work with some student athletes. I got to work with students on campus. But I wasn't really – happy with what I was doing. I just say that I didn't feel like I really had enough access to the students in the way that I wanted to, because being a psychologist, you know, you do get to work with people through, you know, therapeutic sessions and groups and things like that, but you can't really truly embrace and get close to the student athletes the way that you might want to in order to help them develop. And you can't be close to them all the time like I wanted to. So I'll say I was looking for another opportunity and Nebraska came knocking in this sense, so there was a there was a job for uh, being a vice president for student affairs at a small university, that same university that I went to when I was an undergrad at Midland. Oh, okay. And so that's what brought me back to Nebraska about four months after I moved out to Pennsylvania. So we packed up the U-Haul again <laughs> in December, and we came back to Nebraska um, in that I started at Midland in January of 2019. And so... By the way, uh, the opportunity at Penn State, of course, and the opportunity at Midland would have been less likely without a Ph.D. So what Dr. Williams had told me that doors would be open for me was absolutely correct. And so came back. I was a vice president for student affairs at Midland for a couple of years. I really loved my time there. I love what I was doing, how I got to work with students um, and really shape a lot um, of their opportunities and experiences. And if you don't know what a vice president for student affairs does, they're really like I'll just put it this way. They're like the principal of a college. So I was the person who dealt with all the disciplinary stuff, but I also oversaw residence life, campus ministry, uh, security, uh, the student learning center, which is like our academic advising unit, uh, the psychology uh, department within the university, and then also nursing. So I was very busy and I loved it. That's an understatement. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was fun. And so, but anyway, so then all of a sudden, uh, 2021 comes around. And then there was a job opportunity at Nebraska working in the athletic department as an executive. And in its initial um, creation of the job, it was specifically working with diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so 
I applied for that job and ended up getting hired at Nebraska in the athletic department to do diversity, equity, and inclusion work. Okay. And of course, this was right around July of 2021. And something really unique happened in July of 2021. Bill Moose retired abruptly, and this new guy, Trev Alberts, was hired. And um, so when Trev came in, uh, you know, he really had his own vision for the department, and I was able to go to him and say, hey, you know, I have a lot of skills. You know, I've done business, I've done philanthropy, I've done a little bit of student affairs. I'd like to expand my role if you'd be open to that. And Trev was like, sure. He's like, I certainly want you doing what you're good at. And so um, more recently, about May of 2022, I got a promotion, and now I'm the Executive Associate Athletic Director for Strategic Initiatives in Nebraska Athletics. And so I get to do Huge a lot. Congrats! Thank you very yeah, much. I really appreciate it. it. It's been, it's been uh, honestly a dream job for me, and it's been a dream opportunity uh, to work in athletics because I get to do a little bit of everything. I work with every staff member in the department. I get a chance to work with every student athlete. I also um, have a direct report uh, to the vice chancellor for diversity and inclusion on campus, and so I'm in a lot of different spaces. And I'm very busy with all the things that I do. I specifically oversee the sports of uh, women's gymnastics and swimming and diving. And then I'm a secondary administrator for our track and field team and our cross country team as well. Um, and I get to support our human resource department on, you know, you know, making sure that uh, the evaluations, performance evaluations that we get to do in the department are done um, and just providing uh, the director support in that respect. And I get to do a little bit of everything. I oversee our strategic plan for the department. So well, I got to ask you this question while I'm thinking about it. Yeah. During the break, you was telling me about your schedule. Yes. And because uh, I know I reached out to you over a month ago. Right. And you were like, Ricky, I, I won't even be back in town to do that until this date yes just this week alone you've been where so yeah just this just last weekend so uh started off at uh penn state uh went out there with our women's gymnastics team uh then i had to travel to uh north carolina for some business i'm i'm looking at different departments and how they do diversity equity and inclusion really kind of comparing it to how nebraska athletics does diversity equity and inclusion because that's where i really uh, can can analyze what's what we're doing well and what other schools are doing well and what other schools aren't doing so well that we're just absolutely doing amazing things in. Uh, so I was out there at a school in North Carolina, and then I came back to Nebraska for a day, turned around, got back on a plane, went out to Michigan, uh, to Ann Arbor, where our swimming and diving team was competing in the Big Ten Championships. Wow. Then I flew back here on Saturday morning, <laughs> Saturday evening, or Saturday at 1 o'clock. I'm down here for the women's basketball game where we uh, did a partnership with Special Olympics to have some of their student-athletes compete at the halftime. Then I go home last night, wake up this morning, have to come back down here for red carpet experience for a wrestling match, which we won against ASU today. Then I stopped by the men's basketball game because I had actually helped out with the men's basketball reunion last night. Right, right, right. And so... I mean, I know people's heads are spinning right now, yeah. but, you know, that's just a little flavor of what I get to do. And I absolutely love my job because I get to, just like you said, having a positive attitude, right? Mm -hmm. I always have a positive attitude. I love to talk to people. That's just where I feel at my best, where I'm talking to people. I'm getting to interact with folks. And I get to do that in Nebraska athletics. And it's fun. Well, I'll tell you what, you got a busy schedule to say the least, but I'll be honest with you. 
I'm trying to figure out when do you have time to rest. <laughs> That's my, I mean, you got to get. I mean, I, last time I checked, you're human, so right, I yeah. mean, there's got to be some rest in there somewhere. There, there is some rest, but I'll tell you what. Um, I just, I have a, a pretty significant appetite for helping people, and okay. when I get those opportunities to help people, I never turn an opportunity down. I also work closely with some nonprofits here in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always trying to figure out how I can serve people and. That's just what brings me joy, you know. It well, brings me joy to serve. I've seen you. I've seen you in action because, I mean, like during the holidays, you're downtown passing out Thanksgiving dinners. Yes. I mean, you, you're everywhere, dude. You're, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised when you're not somewhere. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, and here's here's the kicker. So I actually live in Omaha. So oh, that changes things a little bit. <laughs> oh, you know, wow. I, I have to get on the road 45 minutes uh, after this. Uh, but but, you know, Ricky, I'll tell you what. Um, I've been through some pretty dark times in my life where I've struggled with just trying to figure out what my purpose is. And what I realized in coming through those things and having the support of so many people around me, including my, my wonderful wife and my daughters and my family, what I realized is that I was given this life as a gift and I was given many talents. And I try as much as I can to share those talents with as many people as I can. And I absolutely love life. I love the opportunities I've been given. I love the fact that I have a good mind, that I can think through things and I can think strategically. And I'm never going to take that for granted. And so anytime I can bring my my mindset to something to help somebody solve a problem or to be in a space where I can bring some some light and, and you know, uh, really show gratefulness, I take those opportunities. I think that's a wonderful talent that you've been gifted with because a lot of people just don't have that desire. I mean, but you, you, you take it on as it's not like a job to you. It's, it's actually you get an opportunity to get up and do what you love to do every day. Yes. And even though to the average person, including me, <laughs> it seems like you're going 120 miles an hour per day, but that's where you're comfortable at. Yes. And you know what, man, that makes you a very special person in my mind because we need more people that have that mindset because you know we you know we live in a society where you know everybody kind of focuses on their own yes you know their own deals more than they do helping others and you seem to go above and beyond to help others and i think that's something that's very special well, i appreciate that man uh we got we got a few more minutes i'd like for you to talk about uh some of the things that you're currently doing okay yeah, yeah. so you know, I have a I have a number of things that are going on right now. Uh, specifically, when I think you know about professionally what I'm doing, uh, I really work closely with a large range of staff within Nebraska athletics to come to monitor our strategic plan, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's been really um, exciting for me because I think any organization that's going to be successful has to have a vision around what they're doing, and it has to be coordinated. And so I get to. Uh, help provide significant support in that area. I also uh, oversee all of our diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts within the department. We just finished up our eighth annual diversity, equity, and inclusion summit. We had some great speakers from our community here in Lincoln. We had some great student-athlete speakers that shared their perspectives, and it was an absolute success, Ricky. Let me tell you, I mean, we had over 88% of our student-athletes actually showed up to that, to participate in that, and we had about 90% of our staff show up to participate in it. And 
it's just something we're really proud of because we do take that moment on a yearly basis to focus on some of the different cultural issues and, and educating ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and that's great. So it's Black History Month, as everybody knows. It's February, right? So, right, right. Uh, we have a number of things that are going on right now with Black History Month. We've had some Black History Month games where we've raised awareness through um, both our men's and, and women's basketball teams wearing special uniforms. You probably saw that. Right. Um, we also have a screening of the movie Till, the story of Emmett Till and mm-hmm. his mother and what happened after all of that. We'll be doing that tomorrow at the Lincoln Grand Theater. So, I mean, there's just so many things that are always going on. We have red carpet experience that, you know, basically brings underprivileged young people to games for free within Husker Athletics. I mean, you know what it's like to be at a football game or a basketball game when all these people are just absolutely cheering for the team. Well, unfortunately, finances can be a barrier for some people to participate in that. So we created a program to allow youth to come to those games so they could be a part of something bigger than themselves. And that's something that I'm really proud of and our department is proud of because we want everybody to have access to Husker Nation. And Well, I think that's just beyond, man, that's – I don't even know how to describe that. That's huge. I mean, I think you should – you should know in advance I'm going to be sending people your way because <laughs> I know some people that would love that opportunity. And like you say, financially, I don't think that it's available to them. Yes. So it's nice to know. I learned something new there tonight myself. So yeah. I'm glad to know that you guys are offering that. Yes. You know, another thing I was wondering is when you're doing all this traveling. Yes. Man, how do you juggle everything? I mean, do, I mean, how do you do that? So, well, first of all, a lot of the team travel, I'm specifically there supporting our teams and, our, and my coaches and, and everything. And so, um, you know, honestly, you get time during the day to get on your computer and answer emails. We live in a digital age where, um, honestly, I can lock in for a couple hours, answer all my emails, get all that stuff done. So it's just really managed time management. And, right. and right. honestly, like the way that my mind works, I can sit down and there's not many things that I can't do within like a three or four hour period. So mm-hmm. if I need to get in, I need to write something, I need to analyze something, whatever the case might be, and I get that focused time frame, I can definitely get that done. So in the process of doing all this traveling and balancing all it, you're meeting quite a few people yes. that are going to be beneficial in the future. Absolutely. Is that, is that an accurate assessment? Absolutely, yeah. Because I think what you do, there's got to be a small network of people. Definitely. In every university around the country. I know a person for about everything. Well, listen, we're going to take one more break, and I got I got a, my favorite question coming after the break. All right. So listen here, man. <laughs> I want you to think about this. I'm going to give you a little time. Okay. But when I get back, I want you to tell everybody the answer to this question. I'll ask you again on air How about that. Hey, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with 93.7. The ticket is to get you happy on hour. Yes, sir. <laughs> 